Hurt me out. I've been acting brand new. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know all the words. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, cherubs. What is going on? Long time no see. It's been a week, y'all. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to And That's One with the Podcast with your host, Alicia Wanja, aka Queen of the Dark Skin Baddies. Whoo, child. I have been stressed and depressed, y'all. I'm I'm being super duper, super duperly transparent right now. It has been such a journey with my life lately. And I'm just glad to be here, to be breathing, to be like just using all of my opportunities and to be who I am today. Honestly, honestly, life update. Um, We are in the last like week in two days of school. Um, I'm kind of excited to get my time back, like my own time back. Um, as some people are known, going back to full-time hair. And I'm just going to step into my purpose because, you know, I'm going to go with what is making me the most moolah right now because your girl needs the moolah right now, you know. Excuse me. I've gotten to a comfortable position. So I really need to put my own hands behind my back and push because I I just got to go. Like, I can't wait on nobody. I can't wait for nobody to... I'm tired of waiting on people to give me my money or to give me my exposure or to give me, you know, something. So I have to get out and go get it for real, for real. And that's what I'm excited for because this summer... I'm going to be on go. Like, I'm going to be on go. Y'all just don't understand. I'm really going to be on go. Um, Other than that, I have been a little... I've been a little hair depressed. And I feel like the hair depressed bounces from real depression. And, like, because I'm a child of God, I can't get that low. But sometimes my low days, y'all, I don't be wanting to do nothing. And this was one of those weeks for sure. Last week... I missed the podcast and it's like I didn't even feel like I could do it and I was heartbroken but not as heartbroken as I usually am because I just needed a break you know because this schedule that I'm on is so hectic so I'm super excited to get back to my own time planning out my own days like yes I'm going to work today I'm going to work for this long I'm not going to work for this long and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Um, that's what I'm really excited for, honestly, 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 and just making my next steps in life to get to where I want to be. Um, other than that, my social media has been on the, on the up and up. Um, I'm getting a lot more viral videos quicker, um, on Instagram and on TikTok, especially I'm almost upward 8,000 followers, which is really big for me because I've been trying to get the followers been posting randomly just so people just get to know me and know that I like all of these things. I am all of these things. I'm very talented, you know, tooting my own horn a little bit, you know, <laughs> so I really want them to be able to just be around all of my everything. Um, so I'm really glad for my social media glowing up the way it is. Okay. So I wanted to get into today's topic, which is put me on. Like, first of all, what does it mean to put somebody on? Like, in your own words, you can, you know, talk to your friends, whatever, you know, talk to talk to your neighbors. So neighbor. <laughs> what does it mean to be put on? My definition of being put on is releasing 
well, receiving information that's going to get me to the next level, whatever level that may be. You know what I mean? If I'm doing something wrong, I would love someone to be able to help me get on the right path or get to the bag or get to where I want to go quicker, honestly. Even when people say that, oh, you know, when they have kids, they're going to make them struggle the way they did and da 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 da. Um, no. I believe in putting on <laughs> people and just giving them the knowledge to succeed, like especially, especially if they're younger. Like, we could progress so much faster if we just continue to put each other on. Everybody's always hiding, gatekeeping, and a lot of the times, it sucks, but a lot of the times, black people are the only ones gatekeeping. I'm sorry, but you don't see Henry and and Cole and Josh over there not telling each other how to do the stocks or how to get in over here and how to do this so they can get on to this, you know what I mean? Or telling them about credit. I don't see that happening, you know, in that community or even, you know, the Hispanic community. I don't see a bunch of people um, missing out, you know what I mean? Or not looking out for their people. Anytime you see um, one type of race or whatever, um, ethnicity, I'm sorry, or whatever it is, you know, um, if you see a Mexican uh, or Hispanic person working, nine times out of 10, 20 of them are working near each other because they put each other on. Same thing with the, with the you know, white community. You go to a white facility, everybody's most likely white. You know what I mean? Or majority of them are going to be white. If you go into a black facility, yeah, you might see some, if it's completely black owned, you might see a lot of black workers, but there's always some sort of competition involved in that space. Yes, of course, there's competition that exists in other places, but what I see a lot, and this is all my personal opinion, what I see a lot is that the black community gatekeeps like fucking hell. Because even me, I've been in spaces where I've been in a, a, a completely or predominantly black um, owned uh, restaurant type, whatever, or just company in general to where the employees and the management were in competition with everyone or they to gatekeep. You know, I use my life as an example all the time and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> who who's, who hears it? But the internship that I was doing was a bunch of fooey anyway, because it was someone who feels that I need to start at the the scrape under underneath the bottom to get to where I want to be. When I am older, you know, I'm sorry, I am younger, so I should not saying that I'm entitled to get things handed to me. But yes, I'm working hard, but things need to be. I get to skip a few steps. You know, that's the perk of being the next generation. You get to skip a few steps. You know, why would I or why should I start where you started from when the world is progressing much faster than when it was when you were my age or, you know, whatever this is? You know, I'd never forget her words to me. She was like, sometimes you just got to be somebody's bitch first. And she said that it took her 12 years to get to where she wants to be. So basically, I shouldn't expect to skip a few steps or I shouldn't expect to be here when I'm just starting out. I don't care what she on, what she was smoking, who ruined her day, but <laughs> the type of faith that I have, the type of goal that I have, 
I will never take that long. <laughs> Ever. It's happening right now and I'm making it happen. God is making it happen. Not even just like not even me. Yes, I'm working, but this is God given, honey. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know who she was talking to, but those words still stuck with me and it puts fire underneath my butt because oh bet you said that I can't do it. Watch. Watch me. Cause I, I've you you know what I mean like I I hate even to 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 be on that side but even her comments that wasn't the first time that I've heard something negative um, about what I wanted to do like and you know what I mean like it's, that's just not the first time I had a professor in college um, I I don't even remember her name. But I told her um, I wanted to be a talk show host, you know what I mean, which I'm doing right now. Um, And she told me, oh, there's never going to be another Oprah, you know, stumping on my little dreams, you know, and I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, are you saying that I won't be successful at what I want to do? Like, why would you say that to me? You're my professor. So I guess I don't know. I don't even know. But sometimes when people say negative things to me. That shit sticks with me and puts fire underneath my butt. Even um, with my weight loss journey, I forgot to update that. that um, even people putting me on to open up my mouth and just asking people or asking trainers, asking people to work with you and things like that has gotten me help with my weight loss journey. So I feel like I'm progressing in that. But even when I was in like 11th grade, I was told then um, I had a doctor tell me, um, you're never going to lose that kind of weight and you're going to die prematurely. And those words stick with me. There's like maybe five or six comments that I have carried with, you know, I have carried um, with me because I want to use that as fuel, you know what I mean, for where I want to go. Because I'm like, no, you're not going to tell me that I cannot. Like, I'm just going to surpass that. Like, and I can't wait to actually prove those haters <laughs> wrong, essentially. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Like, let's back it up here. I just feel like the only people that gatekeep our our own community, you know, our own black community. You, you just don't see it a lot where someone's going to be like, "Come on, sis, come on, brother. Let me um let me show you how to do this. No charge, no this. You know what I mean? Let me show you how to do this so we can, you know, we can get it up. It don't even have to be something that's completely free all the time. Of course, you know, your time is your time, but sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's just about giving back. You know, I this uh summer I'm going to take in um, my little cousins and they're going to get in, get in, you know, get in there and learn how to do hair. They're going to learn how to do something and be productive with their lives because kids today, you're like, you get to skip a few steps and only people who are taking these children underneath their wings are going to reap the benefits of that because when we're old and crusty and who knows, we're going to need them. So why not show them the way or show them things that we have that we've done, you know, that were mistakes or things that would help them? Like, I just don't understand the people who gatekeep like that, who are just afraid to let, how dare somebody younger than me surpass me type thing. It's like, no, that's supposed to happen. Again, the perks of being the next generation. So I don't, you know, it just, it just kills me. All right. So I wanted to go over some ways to not gatekeep. For instance, somebody gives you a compliment on, um, you know, maybe an outfit or something like that. 
it's okay <laughs> to tell them where you got it from. You already have it. What are they going to do? Steal your outfit? Whoop-de-doo. You wore it already. You posted it probably already. It does not matter. Some people get so stuck in like, I'm not going to tell you where I get my clothes from. Girl, somebody can take a picture of your outfit and have somebody go make it. What are you talking about? You know, it's just called inspiration. So <laughs> I don't understand when people don't answer it or like try to, you know, scurry away from being like, if you're inspired, you're inspired. Okay. If you're the type of person who really cares about credit and credibility, whatever, then you're going to be forever hurt because even what you're doing was inspired. (laughs) So there's not too much original left because history just repeats itself. So the things that we're attracted to, I'm sorry, um, it just comes back around. Yes, there's things that are new, but I'm telling you, there's not much that hasn't been done before years and years before us. So that's why I don't get weirded out or... I don't keep nothing from nobody because who am I to keep something where I was inspired as well? So that's one way to not get keep. Or for instance, you're going after the same or you're doing the same job. Like I'm a hairstylist. I still promote other hairstylists. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily have to go to them to get my hair done all the time or anything like that because of course I mostly do my own. But it's nothing for me to share a post. It's nothing for me to, you know, hey, I do good works. Uh, they do good work. Someone may favor their work over mine. And it's still, you know, I'm still good at where I'm at. And nobody's taking anything away from me. It's okay to still promote your sis, your bro, your, like, your whatever, even if you're in the same profession. There's been time and time again where I've had really catty girls not be as willing to collaborate or, you know, um, I was in college and it was this other girl who was a hairstylist and I was like, hey, I have a client. You know, I used to send her, try to send her clients and she would just be so, oh, I'm booked, honey. Oh, I'm this, you know what I mean? Or just be so short word with me or like just weird. I'm just like, girl, I'm not like, I'm not trying to give you anything to make you feel, you know, it's not a condescending gesture. It's like, hey. You know, we both do hair in the building. Why can't we help this person out together type thing? But it it's just it's just people, you know? So a way to not get keep there is like it's okay to support people who do the same thing that you do. I have friends tell me all the time, Hey, I'm looking to do this and it's exactly what I do. I'm like, Okay, bet. Well, this is what I did, girl, do this, girl, do this. I'm gonna push you too because you know, if I if I'm friends with you, if I'm fucking with you, like I'm going to I'm not going to gatekeep. Like, I just feel like what is my knowledge spreading out going to do? It's only going to make more people look better or look or feel or, you know what I mean? It's only going to help. Like, (laughs) if I don't tell you what I'm going to do, talk about you or just cringe when I see something wrong. Like, no, if I have the answer, why not give it? You know, it just makes no sense. So I hope I wish a lot of more people thought the way I do sometimes because I don't understand like in my heart I just look back at things I'm like oh do you not feel weird why aren't you cringing at yourself like this is so ugh, (laughs) you know so I don't understand sometimes um but yeah that's another way to not get keep um jobs for instance too like even regular jobs interviews resumes all that stuff again stop keeping stuff from people if you have the answer like it doesn't I'm not telling you to um, have your uh, business idea and go tell everybody your details. Like, you know what I mean? It just depends on 
it, it depends on who you're around, things like that. If you know how to start a business, why not give that information away? If you did something wrong when you were doing your business and doing your stuff, why not give that knowledge away? Help you know, the next generation. So I don't understand a lot of the times how that even happens where people separate like that, but I swear it's only us. Like, yeah, everybody has their problem, but I just feel like it's so strong in the black community right now because we're always pitted against each other no matter what. In social media, in in um in schools, in in just education, all that stuff. Like we're always pitted against each other. It does not matter what we do, where we come from, what we look like. If we're black, we're going to be in a different position than our counterparts. That's just, it's it's always going to happen that way. And it makes us think like, okay, who can we tell our dreams to? You know what I mean? I have people that I can trust and I know who, you know, I know who I can trust with my ideas. I know who I won't want to tell because they might be happy, happy, but weird or like not really happy for me. Or like if I say something, they got to say something. Or if I do, if, if I have good news, they have to have good news. And it's like, it's super weird. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I did this too. Okay, well, I did this too. It's like, girl, boy, man, woman, shut up, <laughs> you know? Or like, why can't you just be happy for me type feel whatever? Because when I can be happy for you. It's still a good moment. You know, we bounce off of each other. You don't always have to have the same things as the next person that you see at work or whatever it is. Like sometimes, like even I was going over with my friend earlier um, this week. It's like sometimes I could get in the mindset of like, oh, I wish I was here. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, social media makes me think that or like certain people around me make me think like, oh, man, like they got it. They got it. They got it together right now. I need to be more like that or I need to do this or I need to make my body look like this because this will open more doors for me or whatever it is. And sometimes I get stuck and compare myself and I can't do that all the time. It's exhausting, like very much exhausting. I really can't keep not even keep like I don't do it as much anymore but I, I'm I'm 26 years old like social media is gonna get to me or like certain things are gonna get to me but it's up to me to trust God to deliver me from those things and thoughts so I am just here and I'm just living but in the process I'm trying to find my own way it's very hard to not be influenced by influencers you know what I mean this is what they do this is who I am as well I'm also an influencer sometimes I influence myself right into somebody else's influence, you know? So it's very hard sometimes. And sometimes you really can't tell who are the fake supporters, you know? And those are the people you really don't want around you, you know? Or like, you just don't want to feel that negativity. I feel like you can feel the negative energy and it just sucks the life out of the room, you know what I mean? You just have to be really strong in your faith and your relationship with God sometimes because people could get you down. Like they could just get you down and into a place where you're thinking about every single thing that everybody says. You think about how you look and how you speak and how your hair looks and how you this, you know, and you're thinking way too hard about what everybody else thinks about you. And then that shit right there is called clout. <laughs> it's called clout. And it is a hell of a drug. And I hope I am immune to that. I hope when I do get big, because your girl getting big, when I do have my 
wild glow up moment. I really hope and pray for discernment and wisdom and just how to navigate the new, my new wealth, my new exposure, like the different doors that I'm going to be able to put my hands on, you know, and open. That's what I'm praying for, that when I get my moment, I know how to I know how to work it. I know how to use it. I know how to keep God first. That's what I really pray for. And that's what I really hope to do when I do make it to my to my big moment spot. But it's hard to tell. Well, not even it's not that hard to tell who the fake supporters are. If you tell them some good news and they don't say anything at first or they're sketchy about it, it's like mm, you're jealous, you know, or like you're you're some sort of envious towards me. Because a while ago, you was pushing me to do it. You were like, yeah, keep going, keep going, blah, blah, blah. And then when I did get it, or when I do get it, you know, you feel a way. And it's like, oh, you're not really supporting me like I thought you were. So can I just, let me just stop telling you good news because I need you to, you know, keep the same energy. If I'm happy about something, you shouldn't be calm about anything, you know? So I don't know what that (laughs) usually is, but I just want people to know that that's how you can tell. Tell your friends some good news and see how they react the first time and and watch it change because exactly that's exactly what's going to happen when you get big and you got the wrong people around you. So hmm, I, I done weeded that out, I feel like. I feel like God has did a number of like of things but I just feel like where I'm at now is exactly where I need to be and it's peaceful my god like it is peaceful and I'm appreciative of it because I have room to grow I have room to network I have room to expand and I'm loving the space right now and I feel like ooh, I feel like y'all when I make these changes it's gonna be mind-blowing you know the uh Tasha Cobb the um it lives forever in my head when she's like um she was like oh and I'm talking to God I was you know God sings over us and he um and I sing to him and I said God you can blow my mind that one and then he was just and she was like um and he sang back to me he said I'm about to do it like that one boy listen that lives forever I want to Tatted on me. <laughs> but that lives forever in my head because it's like, Lord, you could blow my mind. Like, you can blow my mind. And I know he's literally telling me I'm about to do it. And it just feels so exciting and liberating. And I can only share this feeling with people who I know truly love and support me. And I'm so glad to have that energy around me. Okay? So I just want people to understand putting on your friends is not a curse. You know, putting on your family is not a curse. <laughs> it's okay to let the next generation skip a few steps. Stop being so, so stubborn. You know what I mean? Like, get over it. You've, you've, you've done. You did. You know what I mean? Let the knowledge flow. That's how you give back. If you can't even physically be everywhere, your mind can go everywhere. If you've never been to Colombia, if you've never been across the sea. Your physical body may not get there, but your mind and your words can, okay? So I just want people to always remember that, all right? So we're going to get into our next, well, our first segment called, oh, so you doing the bending? Listen, y'all, story time. So one time, um, because everybody knows my story, you know, after I broke up with my first boyfriend in college, I went on like a little... I had a phase, definitely my whole phase. I had a phase where, you know, I was dating guys and, 
you know, having my experiences. <laughs> so one of those experiences, I didn't know, this is like in the beginning of my sex life. And like, I didn't know, like, they were supposed to be like head was reciprocated. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, you give me oral, whatever. You know, you give me head, I give you head, top thing, whatever. So um, one guy, when I invited him over and we were doing what we were doing, he was like, um, I um, I gave him head first. And he was like, okay, yeah, and I'm going to get you afterwards. And then it was like he finished and everything. Then afterwards, he was like, and I was like ready to get mine. He was like, oh, you know, um, I got to go, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you next time. I was so mad. I wanted to throw him out the window. I said, now, why would you do that to me? Like, why would you come over here? get yourself off, not worry about me, and then go home. Like, I was so pissed off that it was funny. I was just laughing because I was I didn't even know what I was supposed to be getting. And I was just like, I know something else is supposed to happen. And you said you was about to do this down here. And it didn't happen. And I was, like, pissed off. And I was just sitting there, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it ride because I didn't know what was supposed to happen anyway. <laughs> but, boy... Was I angry? But I'm so glad I had that moment because I needed to know about my body sexually because being plus size, sometimes you feel a way about how you're going to look, how you're going to smell, how you're going to, you know, all this stuff. And you have to have those experiences. Like, I'm just so glad I had those experiences before now, I guess, like before I got older or out of college because I didn't want to have those still thoughts now, especially, you know, about to be a wife and everything so uh so 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 glad <laughs> okay so let's move on to have several seats now listen y'all i don't know who watches it or not but this is my baddies reunion um this is my baddies reunion analysis okay i have to tell y'all exactly what was happening and it was, I think, last Sunday, yesterday. No, today's Tuesday. So definitely um, Sunday was the baddies reunion, right? So y'all, I had to give y'all the rundown as to what went down. It's like, let's start with Stevie. He was co-hosting or whatever with, um, what's her name? Janisha, with Janisha. That's who he was hosting with or whatever. So... I was like, mm, okay, when he came on, because I didn't know what he was going to be like. But he was just flirting with everybody, and he never watched a, a show. He was like, oh, y'all beefing? Who's Y'all beefing? Like, have you not watched the show, sir? Like, Biggie Stunner? Like, what? Like, you have not watched the show if you don't know who's beefing. So that was a little annoying. I hate when hosts do that. I hate when interviewers do that, when they don't know their subjects. Or I don't know. I hate that. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in like this industry. Um, so Janisha was over it. She been over it. She looked good as hell, but she was over it. I'm like, girl, how long are you going to be doing this? But she might have a side to her that we ain't never seen. So I'm like, that's why you would be around this. Cause you got a different type of side of you that we ain't never seen. Cause I seen you on them buses. Now I know you'd be around some mess. So I don't know. I ain't never, um, I'm not familiar with her like that. 
Scotty to me was the best dress. I loved her blue outfit on her, like in the blue wig. Like I think she looked good as fuck. But she is the biggest puppet of all. She does whatever Natalie says she gonna do, and it seemed like she was so like somebody told her to go fight, and she went to go do it, and she was scared. Like that's what it felt like. And I don't know. I just didn't like that. Low, Low London. She was definitely um the best behaved like she was cute too her outfit ate too but she was just you know she wasn't trying to fight nobody her and Krishan been made up like it was just cool so I was like okay like this it made me feel it made me feel good seeing her just being chill and classy and like how to conduct herself in public Razor didn't show up I don't know why they were saying some mess but I don't know why Razor didn't come but probably because social media ate her up about being drunk on tv um, so I don't know. I would have been scared to come to DJ Skosh. I said that she want to be a baddie and not a babysitter with no baby because Krishan never came around. <laughs> I love Krishan. I absolutely love her. I'm so glad. Like, I'm just so happy she's pregnant for some reason. And uh, she looks so beautiful. And they were being so disrespectful, though, because her video was playing in the background and they were still fighting and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. But I love Krishan and I wish the best for her and I hope that that relationship separates itself and she falls in love with her baby and her baby just gives her new sense of what to do as a mom and I love it. But she was super, super funny because she was like, I'm not coming because I'm not going to not hit you because I'm pregnant. So I'd rather just not come, you know? So I'm like, not that you're not going to hit nobody because you're pregnant. You say, I'm not going to not hit you just because I'm pregnant. And that was hilarious. So I'm very happy they actually showed her video, but they were fighting child. They were fighting during the video and it was a hot, hot ass mess. It was just WWE. Everybody was fighting. Rolly wig was off majority of the time. Natalie, she was ah. Natalie makes me cringe a lot of the time, majority of the time. But she is a social media reality TV whatever genius. I have to give that to her. Definitely a social media reality TV genius because this show has made her millions, literally. So, well, million, whatever, a lot of money. Oops, excuse me. So, other than that, um, who else was it? Stunna. I don't know. To me, she got a little beat up, but she got some licks in. So I don't know really what that was. She kept wanting to fight, and it was kind of annoying because nobody got to talk but Biggie and, um, um, who was it? Biggie and Roly. But Biggie, man, she looked like a liar. I was like, dang, because Roly do not be lying. Like, Roly be on her stuff all the time. She don't be lying. And you can tell when somebody t- telling the truth, when they head shaking, their voice shaking, it's like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I hate a liar. So, yeah, Biggie kept lying about how she was acting, and it was weird, and that's why Roly cut her off, and it was just weird, and she was up under Tommy's butt, and all that stuff was weird because Tommy disclaimed you. Um, <laughs> like, she dissed you on TV, and you look really dumb, and you still mess with her? Like, I don't know. That was weird to me. I don't think they knew each other long enough to be like like that, but, you know, who knows? But other than that, um, Tommy go get some damages, uh, a damages bill from Zeus for sure. Cause at the end she started knocking things down. She was really angry. Um, probably cause they wouldn't re- let her really fight Natalie. Um, and yeah, that is what it is. Um, Natalie kept begging her to like fight her or whatever. Like, come on and all this. But I'm like, girl, even Stunner was like, girl, you, you don't want to fight. Like if you want to fight, just run up, like, just like run up, just go get your issue. Like, you know, whatever. And Natalie was not trying to do that. So I definitely understand her saying that you don't want to fight because she really didn't want to fight. Cause come on, Natalie, you just big. And when they did do a little tussle, 
Tommy seemed like she was drunk, so she just slung around a little bit. And I don't know. It was just a lot going on. But that whole show could have several seats with me because I definitely will be watching the next one. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Last but not least, step on these next sis. We're giving this to Holly Bailey. I think again, because Homegirl's coming out with the hits. She bu- been booked and busy because not only is The Little Mermaid coming out this week, but uh, the trailer for the new remake of The Color Purple, produced by Oprah Winfrey, came out um, yesterday, I believe. So I'm just like, wow, she been working. Like, I'm so excited for her acting life. I knew she can act anyway. Like, you know, both of them can act, her and her sister. But I absolutely love that she is acting and I feel like she's about to get big like she's about to get so big and I'm very excited for her journey as an actress and uh, just shout out to you girl I just want to give you your flowers while you're here and I love you I love you I love you girl one of these days you're gonna be on this podcast and we're gonna be chopping it up okay (sighs) so y'all that brings us to the end of another episode of a That's What The Podcast with your host, Alicia Waja, a.k.a. Queen of the Dark Skin Baddies. And don't get no darker than this. Okay, so yeah, I have been in and out of things, but I promise y'all, I'm literally just transitioning into a new chapter. And once that happens completely, the video is going to be together, you know, things are going to be together, but... I appreciate the ones who have stayed here listening to me, even the new listeners. Hey, y'all, because you're going to come. You're going to be here. Hey, new listeners. I'm going to say hey now because when I get get big, the way I'm going to get big, everybody going to be on here, okay? So I just wanted to to extend that, you know, to y'all and tell you that I love you. And I'm so glad that you're supporting me in my endeavors. And, yeah, I just... I just can't thank y'all enough. Don't forget to uh, follow me on social media at and that's what the podcast on TikTok, on Instagram, um, on YouTube as well. Get on that Patreon um, for your exclusive episodes that'll be uploaded on there as well. And behind the scenes um, things of me and what I like to do and, you know, how things are set up and things like that and extra spicy conversations and confessions and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, don't forget to love on each other. Don't forget to hug on each other. Don't forget to call your mama, uh, call your daddy, whatever you got to do, call your grandparents. Don't lose out on your loved ones. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And that's some what put me on. They thought I was going to fall off. I hate to bring you bad news. Through so many rats, a bitch can't even see the flow. From Atlanta to LA, the only time I'm back and forth. Cheap niggas.